submit your questions to screamqueercast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram at screamqueerpodcasts and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe. Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony. The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome Screamers! How are you guys doing? I hope everyone is doing wonderful and hanging in there. Scream 6 is set to be released on March 10th of this year and I cannot express how fucking stoked I am because we are less than a month away, you guys. Less than a month away. And I am so ready. I've got my tickets ready for the premiere and I actually got like 14 tickets because I'm taking the whole squad. We are going to go and just have a good old time in 3D. I wanted to do 4D, but I didn't see any 4D at the theater that I was uh, purchasing. So I'll just have to go watch it again in 4D. What is 4D? Is that like uh, where you feel you feel things and smell things too? It's like a whole experience. Yeah, we got to try that one out. But uh Scream has been releasing some good content as far as like whether it's posters or their social media content and the fucking trailer, not the teaser that we got back in December. That was pretty good, but the tr- the actual full-length trailer was pretty fucking rad and it definitely got my blood pumping. I'm ready. And a lot of fans are speculating that this sequel is taking some inspiration from the original Scream 3 script, which saw the franchise dealing with a cult. So the cult was led by Stu Mocker, and they were obsessed with all things Ghostface and Sidney Prescott. Now, for whatever reason... That script never came to fruition, so they scrapped it, and Scream 3 was released with, well, you guys all know how that one turned out, and it's not a bad film. Scream 3 is not bad, it's just, it's not my favorite. Scream 3 gives me, like, parody vibes, and it's just, I feel like it's such an odd, odd sequel, and for me, it's probably the weakest for me but uh scream six the trailer shows the whole shrine and all the ghost face costumes lined up and there are outfits from past characters from past films and it just it looks so cool and for the hardcore scream fans out there This will be the first time in Scream history that Gail Weathers has a conversation with the iconic ghost face. Because if you think back to the franchise's history, 
Gail has never received a call. The only other time she did was in Scream 2. But Randy took the phone from her and took the call instead. And, well, we know how that turned out. So I'm excited to see how this plays out. But I'm also slightly worried that we might lose Gail. So, I mean, I just, whatever happens, it's it's going to happen. I just hope that going into it, it's I'm keeping an open mind and hoping that it is entertaining and it's not really like silly like I I'm kind of over the whole silliness and the like the jokes and stuff like I mean it's good to have some jokes in there but like I I I don't want to feel like I'm watching scary movie like I I don't want to watch a parody film (laughs) but it looks really fucking dark and gritty and you have the beat up ghost face mask and he fucking kicks ass in that fucking liquor store scene. I'm just, my blood is pumping and it's boiling for this movie. Like I cannot fucking wait. And you best believe that there will be a full episode giving my review. On January 28th, Pentagon officials stated a mysterious balloon had entered Alaskan airspace. It had traveled from southeast Idaho, Carolinas, and off the coast of South Carolina before being shot down. Having been the size of three buses combined, American officials speculated the balloon was sent to watch over U.S. military bases. It was equipped with a self-destruction mechanism, which was never utilized. Chinese officials admitted that the U.S. had done the same 10 times prior. Now, on February 10th, according to White House officials, an unidentified flying object the size of a small car was taken down by a U.S. fighter jet over Alaskan waters. Breaking into little tiny pieces, this object is believed to not be a balloon. The object was heading toward the North Pole before being shot down. The following day, February 11th, another unidentified flying object was shot down over the Yukon Territory in Canada. That area, which borders Alaska doesn't really roll out the welcoming mat for unapproved flyers. It had violated the Canadian airspace and was described as cylindrical and much smaller than a spy balloon. Once again, on February 12th, another UFO is gunned down over Lake Huron. The object appeared over Montana while it disappeared there. It was seen and then shot down over Lake Huron by Michigan. This object was about 20,000 feet high, and some reported had an octagonal shape with long strings hanging off of it. As of right now, there are no answers. American officials are clueless. Nobody has any idea of what the objects were, aside from the spy balloon. Aside from the spy balloon, the three other objects' purpose are unknown, let alone who even sent them. 
The U.S. and Canadian militaries were and continue to be hyper-aware and ready following the Chinese spy balloon incident. Some U.S. officials are theorizing the other objects could be from China, or perhaps another foreign source. The three objects shot down following the balloon were flying at a lower altitude, 40,000 feet lower. U.S. officials are reviewing sensor readings and video collected by American pilots. FBI are rummaging and examining the debris. Could these objects be spying from another hostile nation or from a foreign galaxy? Will the truth ever be revealed?
April 21st of 2006, Officer Edward Sanchez and his wife baked pot brownies that apparently were too strong. The most hilarious part about this case is this officer pretty much ratted himself out to authorities, stating he obtained his marijuana from a criminal suspect. It was later revealed that Sanchez told authorities that his wife had obtained the marijuana from his police vehicle while he was sleeping. But then he went and later took that statement back and admitted that it was him. Edward luckily avoided charges along with his wife. Unluckily, he was forced to resign from his position. What a guy. 
I think if I were to ever get that high off of marijuana, I would just take myself to bed. Like, why would you even think to call 911? Although I tend to be careful with marijuana because I've had two really bad highs a few years ago. Uh, But both instances, they were resolved with me being put to bed (laughs) to sleep it off. But I don't, I don't, unless you're like struggling to breathe or your body is essentially shutting down or you just, you don't feel okay. I mean, it's hard to say because I, I know like sometimes when people are high, depending how high they are or what is in the marijuana, they there tends to be different different types of like either paranoia or they just get really anxious and maybe that can trigger like an anxiety attack or something. But to me, he didn't sound that in distress. <laughs> like they sounded fine. They just needed to go to bed and sleep it off. Good job. Before I wrap up, I just want to say that when I first set out to start this whole podcast, I kind of had an idea that I wanted it to be me rambling in the beginning. And then as the episode would go on, I would get into each segment. But somehow it has turned into a storytelling podcast, which I absolutely love. But I don't want it to be just just one type of podcast. I want it to be to where every week when you guys come into my world that you're not expecting what the episode is going to be about. I want it to be a different experience each time. So that's why I've been just trying to switch it up and just make things more fun and scary and maybe a little sexy but I really do appreciate you guys for coming on this ride with me I enjoy entertaining like I've always mentioned and with that said I have took it upon myself to enhance not change but enhance and kind of re-edit my first few episodes of season one I will issue a complete list on my Instagram, but it's just because I feel like when I release those, I released episode one and I want to say like 15 days, I had come up with the idea or I had set out to finally pursue the idea that I wanted to do a podcast. And then I came up with like my logo. I started working on my theme song and all my my music on it. And I... I found topics and I just kind of threw myself out there and rushed to get episode one out ASAP and revisiting. I, it wasn't really up to par with what I wanted to put out in the world. Like when I have new listeners coming in, like that's probably where they're going to go first. And I wanted it to be a experience where they can enjoy themselves and not just listen to some random person who they don't know talk about their personal life. So I went ahead and I 
reimagined some of the episodes. I added new sound effects in there. I enhanced the audio because my goodness, the audio was just atrocious in the beginning. I tried to kind of level out the the volume a little bit just to make things more of a smoother ride for new listeners. Or if you're a day one, if you would like to go back and revisit, I would highly appreciate that. But other than that, you guys... I really do enjoy doing this and I hope you guys are enjoying me every single week. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys all on the next episode. Bye!